let's get to the word tonight. It's good to have our frequent visitors in the house tonight. <laughs> good to see you. Okay, let's get to the word tonight. Looking for more. Who's looking for more? Sometimes when you eat something really good, you're always looking for more. <laughs> if you're going to get a cat or a dog, they're usually looking for more. Okay? And kids, you know, they give them a taste of something nice and they want more, more fun, more time to stay awake at night, more movies, more games to play, more air, you know, more screen time. <laughs> We're always looking for more. And more's not a bad thing, mostly, mostly. But uh, tonight I want to have a look. Um, it's part of our human nature to look for more things or something greater, something bigger, something better. And tonight I want to look at a passage of scripture that I was meditating on this week and I thought it was quite interesting. It was just um, after um, John the Baptist has been, his ministry is really flourishing and the Jewish leaders are wondering who this guy is and what's going on here and he's starting to pose a bit of a threat. So they want to know who he is. Um, it wasn't so much that they were looking for more, they were looking for information. But there were people around John the Baptist who were looking for more. They were looking for more of God and they were more um, open to the Lord and spiritual things. And usually people are looking for more when they're discontented or else what they've got is really good and they just want more of it. And sometimes people look for more when they feel like something's missing. Something's missing and they're genuinely hungry. They're genuinely hungry. Not just physically hungry, but spiritually hungry. And so the leaders had sent the, the priests and the Levites to ask who John the Baptist was. And so these people are following him. And it says the next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him. And he said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So he's basically saying, they're looking at him, and he sees Jesus, and he's pointing to Jesus, and he's saying, look, it's the Lamb of God, it's the Messiah. He's the one who's going to take away the sin of the world. And so you think everyone will be going, wow. And so he begins to speak clearly. He said, this is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who's preferred before me. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. So he sees Jesus and he says, This is the man that I told you about. I'm not that special. He is. He's the Son of God. He's the Messiah. He's the Saviour. He's the one that I've been talking about. I tell you, it's really him. It's him. And so did they pay attention? No. Because it says, again, the next day, the next day, John stood with two of his disciples. So he's with his disciples, and there's two of them there that are particularly followers of John the Baptist. And looking at Jesus as he walked, John says this, Behold the Lamb of God. So again he says, look, don't look at me. Actually, don't follow me, basically. Look to Jesus. And the two disciples heard him speak. And they followed Jesus. 
Interesting thing is that they heard him speak the day before, but they didn't follow Jesus the day before. But today, there's something different. It says they heard him speak, and then they followed Jesus. And as I read that, I went, wow, I've read that so many times. But then I thought, you know what? We speak to people about Jesus, and they can't hear sometimes. But then there'll be a time when they can hear what is being said. They didn't hear the day before, but they're hearing today. So keep pointing people to Jesus. That's the one big lesson I got out of that short passage. The two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. None of the others who were there at that time followed Jesus, but they did. They did. So what happened? It says they followed him. They actually physically followed him. <laughs> and Jesus turned. He turned around. And seeing them following him, he said to them, what do you seek? Or what are you looking for? What are you looking for? And they said to him, Rabbi, which when translated means teacher, where are you staying? This is an interesting passage because he's saying, what are you looking for? And they're saying, where are you staying? He's saying, what? And they're saying, who? Okay, what are you looking for? They didn't say, we're looking for peace, we're looking for answers, we're looking for this, we're looking for that. They just want to know where he is staying. They're more interested in him than themselves. He said, what are you looking for? And they said, where are you staying? Sometimes we think it's all about us, but it wasn't about them, it was about him. They were curious, they wanted more, okay? And they said, where are you staying? And he said to them, come and see. Come and see. And they came and saw where he was staying, remained with him that day. It was about the 10th hour. So they spent the day with Jesus. He said, what are you looking for? And whatever they were looking for was him, was him. They spent the day with Jesus. So after a few hours with him that day, what happened? It says one of the two was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. And he first found his own brother Simon and he said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. So what they were looking for, they found. He said, we have found the Messiah. We have found Jesus. We have found him. Why? Because John the Baptist pointed to Jesus. And now Andrew was saying to his brother, I want you to come and see too. So he brings him to Jesus. Jesus says, come and see. You want to spend time with me? Come on. They spent time with him. They learn about him. 
First of all, he called him rabbi. Now he's calling him Messiah. He says his brother, he's not just a teacher. He's not just a teacher. He's the Lord. He's the Messiah. He's the Christ, the anointed one, the saviour, the deliverer, the one we've been waiting for all this time. We found him. We have found him. Come on, brother. Come and see him too. You come and see him. And of course, Andrew's life was changed. Andrew changed Jesus' name, basically, from teacher to Messiah. He's not a teacher, he's the Messiah. And then, of course, when Simon Peter went and met Jesus, the first thing Jesus did was change his name. He says, no, you're not a little rock, not a stone. You're going to be a rock. You're going to be somebody. And when Peter met Jesus, his life changed forever. The course of his life, the course of their lives, changed forever. So they were looking for more, obviously, and they found it in Jesus. They found it in him. You know, when we come to him, he also gives us a new name. He renamed Peter. He said, you're not going to be like this anymore. You're going to be different. And when we come to the Lord, he changes us too. And we are different. We are different. So what are we looking for when we come to the Lord? Are we looking for peace? Are we looking for healing? Are we looking for direction in our lives? Are we looking for just relief from struggles and challenges? Have we tried everything else? So we thought, you know what, we'll just try. We'll just try Jesus. Try his way. See what happens. You know, he will meet the basic needs that we have, our physical needs. In the, in the Old Testament, it said, God sent manna from heaven, bread from heaven. So when they met Jesus, what did he say? He said, I'm the bread of life. God gave bread in the Old Testament, physical bread. He's saying, now I am the spiritual bread. I will, I will keep you alive. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. So these people, even though they were following John the Baptist, they were still hungry. They were still thirsty. They wanted more. And they found it in Jesus. Why? Because he says, I am the bread of life. I will give you sustenance. I will sustain you. Come to me and you won't be hungry. Believe in me and you won't thirst. So they came to the Lord. They came. And so did we. He satisfies those natural hungers and he satisfies the deeper ones. You know, sometimes we're looking to satisfy mental or emotional or spiritual needs that we have. Deep, deep needs like ways out of darkness, ways out of sin, ways out of discouragement, ways out of depression. You know, things that are dark in our past. Jesus spoke to them. He said, I am the light. I'm the light of the world. 
He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. He was always speaking about life. He always spoke life because that's the deep needs that we have to have a better life. That's what people say all the time. I want a better life. The way out of the darkness is to come to the light. He said, I am the bread. I am the light. I am these things. You know, when we're looking for direction in our lives, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's always speaking about the life. And then in John 10, he speaks about not just life, but abundant life. John 10, he says, the thief only comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. I don't know about you, but before I met the Lord, I thought my life was pretty good, even though it was a big mess. <laughs> and then when I, when I got saved, I remember it clearly. I looked up and I said to the Lord, you better make this life exciting. <laughs> now I think about it, I thought, Gosh, how rude and disrespectful. But he knew me because I thought my life was pretty exciting and that before. It was, but it was like dangerous and destructive and all the rest of it. And yeah, I looked up and I said, you better make this life exciting. And he has. He has, absolutely. I wouldn't change it for anything. But he said, I come that they may have life, have it more abundantly. Not just enough but more than enough, which is what I preached a couple of weeks ago, I think. More than enough. Abundant life. You know, if your life doesn't feel abundant right now and something's missing, guess what? We need more of the Lord in our lives. We need more of the Lord. Okay? He will give us that direction. He will give us that abundant life. He will give us that sense of belonging. I don't know about you, but sometimes you can feel like you're in a big crowd and people say, oh, they love you, they care about you and all the rest of it, but you can feel like something's missing or you can feel like you're alone or you feel like you're lonely or you feel like you don't belong. You just feel like a stranger sometimes in the midst of a crowd of people who even care about you. It's just a weird feeling, and but the Lord allows these things to come upon us so that we really have that true sense of belonging to him. That we don't look to other people or organizations or things to, to um, satisfy us. That we only look to him. We have that sense of belonging. And he said, you know, my sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice, that no one can snatch us from the Father's hand. That's how much he loves us, how much he cares about us. And that will give us that rest in our soul and that peace in our hearts and our minds. It doesn't matter if you feel like no one loves you, no one cares about you. The Bible says you are accepted in the Beloved. You're accepted by God. Even if you're, everybody else is rejecting you, nobody loves me, everybody hates me. <laughs> That's a funny saying, but some people feel it. 
okay, at some times. And the enemy will use that against us to bombard us sometimes and to make us feel sorry for ourselves. But the Lord says, no, look for more of me. And then he says this, he gives us that um, sense of having something more to look forward to. Sometimes you think, oh gosh, what's this life all about? Well, the Lord says this, don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. In other words, I'm not going to lie to you. The truth is, I'm going to prepare a place for you. You may not feel like you've got a place here. You may not feel you've got much in this world. And you may not have a lot of possessions in this world. But I'm telling you, Jesus has gone to prepare a place for you and for me, for those who believe in him, for those who love him and trust him. He said this, if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you to myself. In other words, I'm going to go away, but I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to come back. That where I am, there you may be also. I mean, how awesome is that? Jesus wants us to be with him. He wants to spend time and eternity, actually. <laughs> He's going to put up with us forever. <laughs> we can't put up with ourselves sometimes. But he wants to be with us. He loves us that much that he wants to be with us and wants us to be where he is. He said, I'm going away to prepare something awesome for you and I'm coming back to get you because I want to be with you. Wow. I want to be with you. So he gives us more hope for the future. You may not think you've got a lot of hope in this world. You may not think there's a lot of openings or opportunities or anything. But you know what? We need to focus on the future that God has for us. Keep going and be faithful here. But remember, there's always something way, way better waiting for us. Amen? Why? You know, some of us are spending time here trying to get PR, trying to become citizens, trying this, trying that. That's good. But the Bible says this, our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ who will transform our lowly body with all its aches and pains and all our idiosyncrasies and weirdness, that it may be conformed to his glorious body. How awesome is that? Our citizenship. We are citizens of heaven. We're trying to get... Some people are trying to get citizenship here, trying to get permanent residence, trying to get this, that, and the other here. And it's really hard sometimes. It's a challenge. But we are already citizens of heaven when we believe in Jesus. And we don't have to do anything except open our heart to him. Believe, receive him. And he makes us citizens of heaven. Members of the family of God, the royal family. How awesome is that? 
not only that, it says he's going to transform our bodies. We're not always going to be bound to our physical bodies in this physical realm. Okay? We're going to be transformed in the twinkling of an eye. We're going to be in a glorious body, just like him. Just like him. These are wonderful, wonderful things. These are the things that we are looking for. These are the things that we are waiting for. We are, it says, eagerly waiting for the Saviour to come. In the meantime, we are faithful to do what he's called us to do here. Faithful with the gifts and talents he's given us, with the doors that he opens, the opportunity he gives, the relationships that he brings into our lives, the networks we have. We're faithful, but we are eagerly waiting for more. For more, okay? Not more things of the earth, but more from the Lord. So he provides that change of status with our citizenship, and he changes our state, our physical state, into a glorious eternal state like him. So all these things are really awesome promises. These are awesome promises. These are wonderful things to look forward to. And they belong to those who belong to the Lord. When we are in relationship with him, these things belong to us because we belong to him. So how do we belong to him? Simple. The thing that he said to those disciples, come and see, come to me. And in Matthew he says this, come to me. All you who labour, and a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, humble, and you will find rest for your souls. So if you're looking for more, more of anything, the key is to come to Jesus. And if it's something that is good for you, he will release it to you. If it's not, he will release it from you and give you a change of mind and a change of heart. But the thing to do is to come to him. Anyone who's struggling, labour means struggle, hard work, effort. You know, a lot of people are going through struggles. They're weighed down, they're heavy laden. They've got pressures, studies, work, family situations, the future, what to do, where to go. He said, come to me, I'll give you rest. Take off that heavy yoke, take off that stress and that pressure and learn from me. He says, come to me and learn from me. Come to me and learn from me. And when you do that, you'll have everything you need. You'll have that rest. You'll have that peace. You'll have that ability to see things from a different perspective. Amen. So what are you looking for? What are you looking for? What are we looking for? What are we looking for when we pray? What are we looking for when we read the Word? We're looking for me, for me, for me, or we're looking for him. When we come to church, what are we looking for? Just to hang out with people that we care about? 
Are we looking to hear from God, feel his presence, feel that transforming change come on our lives? Are we looking for more shallow, temporary, earthly things which will leave us feeling empty? Or are we looking for the deep, rich, eternal, valuable things which will fill us and satisfy us? Looking for more of Jesus. Like John said, there he is. There he is. Here he is. God with us. Let's get everything we need from him. Everything we need from him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, help us not to look for more of the wrong things in the wrong places from the wrong people, but to look to you, to have more of you and be full and satisfied. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. God is good. God is good. You know, I believe that if we pray for more of the Lord this week, we're going to have an experience of God, a fresh new experience. Just press into the Lord. Amen. If anyone wants prayer, I want to pray with you. Otherwise, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody online. God bless you. God bless your families. Amen.